Okay. theme song to end oh man i actually that was like a siren song for me i was just walking outside your house and i heard it and i just had to come in yeah and i'm then, surprised our listeners couldn't hear you like not rock, rush into position yeah no i you would have heard, thought we could hear the audible scurrying from the from the the love seat mic yep. that we installed for the purposes of this podcast <laughs> welcome back to fun at parties Woo! it's fun it's a party and uh, there's a lot of at going on. There's very little uh, emotional, kind of life-changing uh, moments. It's very, very lighthearted. Yeah, here. very surface level. Um, I am. I'm. I'm Nick. I'm Jamie. And uh, we have for the uh, third time, second time, no, third time, Evan Wallace. Hey there. Hello, How's Evan. Evan, hey. it's your third time. Uh, I just did a uh-oh. I think it was just uh-oh. We've really? had Evan on our our failed podcast that never made it to air. Oh, that's where right. We just watched our episodes of Dragon Ball Z and <laughs> talked over it. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was oh, so, okay. If you talk about podcasting experiences that we've all been a part of. This would be the third. This would be the this third. Is the third, yeah. But, it, uh, but for the listeners, for people who are pro-fun at parties and not, you know, don't really follow our day-to-day lives, then you have no idea what I'm talking about. Um... <laughs> <laughs> we uh man okay so we took a few weeks off seems like that's that's starting to become the norm and i really don't want it to so how do we really how do we stop that i don't know nick we need uh i think a number of things to happen we need One, a mobile podcasting we need a mobile podcasting unit. uh unit uh, that that can drive anywhere kind of like the tartula brothers truck from uh from teenage mutant ninja turtles ah the, yeah. it's like the big garbage truck the big garbage truck that's called the tartula brothers truck i think so oh I, man it, like on the side of it because it, it's like a delivery truck or something i don't know okay well uh, yeah be honest, I, I forgot there was a garbage truck oh, yeah I mean, that, that this is already a revelation for me hellboy uh, totally ripped it off yeah oh yeah 100 percent. yeah um before we talk about uh anything related to the 90s i wanted to talk about in a section i like to call today colon yeah i want to talk about some of the things that are going on in the news because um the world just seems to be falling apart you get the idea and people sometimes talk about this that like parents are kind of like overbearing nowadays and like we kind of like we're just we just we remember being like growing up just like i don't know running free yeah yeah hanging out on the railway tracks give me an example picking up picking up dead animals on the ground and throwing them at a friend you know are these like life these are experiences from your childhood or are you Uh, just like saying these things like okay yeah they're they're random examples perfect but now you can't now you can't just throw dead animals at your friends anymore i don't think you have helicopter parents yeah yeah so what's a helicopter parent is that like someone who hovers a parent who's always there yeah okay so i agree i agree completely i grew up uh throwing lots of dead things at people so like i don't know Um, and, and I turned out okay. We turned out okay, right? Yeah. We have, look at us. We have our own podcast. Yeah. It's, it's well, true. Well, we have our own podcast. Evan, you're more of a guest. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you know. But to be a guest on a podcast... I threw, I threw less put... dead animals, so that's okay. why I don't fewer, have a Fewer dead animals. Sorry, fewer. Yeah. Right. Fewer dead but Yeah. You should have had right. that helicopter grammar s- teacher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, guys. I should have never set this precedent. Now, now we're all going to be trying to please each other's grammar for uh, the rest of the episode. It's going to feel terrible. Oh, it's going to be bad. Ev- okay. Um, I'm sorry. That's okay. Wait. Oh, I, are, I are sorry. <laughs> you are sorry? I oh. are sorry. I'll throw a dead animal at you in uh, right now. Okay. <laughs> oh, that was um, a ferret. Uh, so <laughs> what I was trying to say is that it does, it does seem like uh, we... Okay, so we, we went through the 90s with this kind of like... We didn't have the helicopter parents. And then everybody likes to talk about how like, oh yeah, parents do overbearing. I want to talk about some bad parenting that I am uh, seeing in the news lately. So how familiar are you guys with the uh, gorilla at the Cincinnati, S- Cincinnati Zoo. Zoo. Oh, yeah. So familiar. So yeah. familiar. Everyone is so familiar with that. So Painfully people familiar. are more familiar with the death of this gorilla at the Cincinnati Zoo than they are, than they are that like um, Muhammad Ali died. Uh. Or, t- or to a lesser degree, that Kimbo Slice died. Kimbo Slice died at f- the age of 42. Did he? Do you yeah. know who Kimbo Slice is? Nope. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. So in order, that's what I mean. In order of like, here's, here's the order of, of what people should know, and here's the, here's the reality of what people do know. There are three things. There is the gorilla, the Cincinnati mm-hmm. Zoo, which I think we don't even need to explain, right? Yeah. Um, uh, then there is Kimbo Slice, who um, 
was a bare knuckle like brawler, Back, backyard brawler, backyard brawler who was famous for like literally uh, like just a step above like bum fight videos, <laughs> okay. like it, just like it, some of the very first internet viral videos were of like this guy with his like shirt off with no equipment at all, like fighting guys in like the middle of the street. It was awful. Like there's times yeah. when I think I watched it one where he like knocked a guy's eye out. Yeah, I think like, I think he he beat someone up so bad that they went blind. <laughs> like, yeah. Was this on like live leak or? Uh, no, this is be this is. Pre live leak. This is like on YouTube. You guys were watching this on, in like high school. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, pretty man. much. That's when it was popular. God. So, um, so Kimbo, yeah, uh, Kimbo Slice had a long and storied like backyard brawling career, and then only recently, like maybe in the last three, four years, he was uh, he became a UFC fighter. Okay. At, at the age of like thirty eight, <laughs> like when most UFC fighters have long retired, he became a UFC. <laughs> and you gotta understand, this guy. If, if, I, if I could describe Kimbo Slice, like he is like b- like built like a brick shit house, but he's got a ball. He kind of looks like Uncle Phil from the neck up. Yeah, maybe like twenty years younger. Like, he's, he's a, bald with a big like Amish style beard, huge black beard. Yeah, I'm mean, gonna have to look this guy up. Okay, right. yeah. Do you want to see a picture of him? Actually, yeah. Okay, let's do that right now. Now, in a in the interim while we're looking for this, yeah. I heard. I don't know if this is apocryphal or not, but I heard that uh, <laughs> that Kimbo Slice. Sorry, we have a picture. Of oh, now. there he is. <laughs> He's just an angry guy. He's, oh my god! He, oh, there's a PNG, so we could put him on anything. Huh? The, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Background. Background. But, uh, background. Yeah. Um, so wait, sorry. What was your? But I heard aside? Kimbo Slice was the bodyguard of the MILF Hunter at one point. Uh, yeah. The MILF Hunter being the Canadian porn star who banged MILFs I before it was popular. Is this the, did you didn't you like look up Milf Hunter once at work? I did. Okay. I just find the man like your fascinating. <laughs> Milf the the guy the the Milf Hunter. The or Milf people Hunter. who have sex with Milf. No, just the Milf Hunter. Okay. This, this guy from the early two thousands. He was, I don't know. He looks like the. I look up the Milf Hunter. What, what, I mean, what if he died? I w- I mean I hope he's still alive. God, I hope is this so. Guy, is his teeth are his teeth like? No, I think that's a grill. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> it's okay. probably a grill. Like Jesus. Um, or he filed them down. Oh, <laughs> no, God. no, that's definitely a grill. Okay, so my point is though. So we had the gorilla pass away. We had Kimbo Slice, who unfortunately passed away, and then uh, Muhammad Ali, the greatest fighter of all uh, all time, who passed away. And people, it seems, know about like the number of people in the world who know about these three deaths in order are the gorilla, Muhammad Ali, Kimbo Slice. When it should really be, uh, <laughs> like no, like most people should know about. I really Muhammad thought you were going to say Kimbo Slice first for a second. No, no, most like, people should know about Muhammad Ali. Then it should be the gorilla. Then Kimbo Slice. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, so, like, so you're saying it was completely all. Everyone's in the wrong place. Everyone's in the wrong. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, that, that so, makes sense. Um, I mean, Muhammad Ali, you know, wasn't even just a fighter. I mean, he was like a like he was a, a cultural cultural icon. icon. He was yeah. a social rights activist. Yeah. He was a conscientious objector. But uh, uh, there's more, like, but yeah, absolutely. That gorilla was probably pretty cool too. <laughs> he, yeah, uh, I mean, but he was the gorilla was in his own way like the he was the patriarch, right, of his clan at the zoo. Was he though? I think I think that's what I heard. Is that okay. He was the, anyways, but my so here's my thing about this is um, that is an example of like so the, okay I don't even know where to start here. Basically, one the parents like just let their like four year old kid like crawl into the gorilla enclosure. Okay, on a list of places I'm gonna let my kids crawl. Gorilla enclosure is at the very bottom. Like, uh, like I would like I would be extra careful around the gorilla enclosure, especially as an adult. If I went to the gorilla enclosure, I was like, man, this is crawlable. Like, hey. I would just I'd be extra like right. Nick, so that's like. Might I interject? Sure. What if this gorilla enclosure already had the dead gorilla in it, and your friend was around, and you wanted to ha- like throw the <laughs> dead carcass of the gorilla at your friend? Well, I mean. You, that's that that, that's a, exactly it's a Canadian pastime. It's a Canadian yeah. pastime. That's how we were raised. So that's, well, I think that w- that's only something that would be applicable to like those without helicopter parents, right? So it's true. That's right. We're the only ones who see a dead gorilla and think like, oh, <laughs> do I do I have any debts to settle? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or, or whatever. That gorilla would get me so many points yeah. for for like in the rare category. Um, Sorry, I didn't get you a wedding present, but you know, <laughs> here's this dead gorilla. Here's I'm gonna, Coco. I'm gonna throw it at you. <laughs> um, so this is an example, in my opinion, of um of like I don't know poor parenting there's another example in the news I'd like to show you guys right now did you guys to a lesser extent this is less popular did you guys hear about the family that was in Florida and they uh, they said that in the news story it says like they they went to the beach and their kids were out there for a few hours when they got home their kids faces had second degree sunburns oh my god and they were like wow. we were putting on sunscreen the entire time like I actually reapplied they got out of the water and I drove them I dried them off and they put on more copper tone SPF 50. And like I don't think it was copper tone, but whatever. Yeah. Um, 
And when we got and when we left the beach, they were fine. And then they woke up the next morning and they were like they have blisters on their face. Ugh. It's like this like four year old kid, same yeah. age, right? So again, uh, I want to show you a photo. Here's the oh. boy suffers second degree burns, right? Multiple times. Here's oh, oh god, I don't see the oh, video my. there. That's there's got to be a photo here somewhere. I think it's uh, back. We are down in the. Hang on a second, yeah. So no, yeah. Oh, there's a photo of this kid. Look at that kid. Oh my oh, god. My. Wow. Yeah, bad parenting, right? I yeah. think how can you like the parent is clearly lying. I'm just gonna say it right now. Like, do you really think like that doesn't happen if you're putting on banana boat kids like multiple times? Can you even get sunburns that bad? Uh, I've had bad sunburns, but like I've I've had bad sunburns and I don't know if I've ever had them that bad, but I think kids are different. Yeah, they got know. more sensitive skin apparently. But, but but like I don't know, what's going on with parents in America? And to a lesser extent, Canada. I mean, from. I think you're not going to ever hear a news story about good parenting. That's true. That's good. That's a good point. But I still think this is fucked up. That's pretty messed up. Yeah, this is terrible. Here's an idea also. Um, why, getting back to the gorilla zoo story, right? Why do, we, why do we still have zoos? Why are zoos still a thing? This is, this is something that I've been, I've been kind of like throwing this out there for a few different people, okay? Yep. In the, when zoos first started right? It was in like the 1800s, I'm assuming, maybe earlier, right? And in the 1800s, like you had a couple choices, like of what, like, what am I going to do today? It's like, am I going to stay home and stare at the wall or go to the zoo or get <laughs> fucking typhoid? Like that's, that's basically what you like. Or all three. Or all three. Yeah. yeah. And those are not mutually exclusive. Like sometimes you went to the zoo to get typhoid. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Um, but, but realist, but like more seriously, right? You, you, the zoo became popular because it was like back then it's like, you would never see a gorilla. You you just wouldn't. You maybe like a photo of one. Maybe do they have cameras? Even zoos zoos predate cameras. They had daguerreotypes back then, or 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 a scientific illustration. Yeah. yeah. So like so so you went to a zoo because you would never in your lifetime see exotic animals, right? But we live in the 21st century when like at any given moment, it's like I can on any on, on my handheld device or on my computer or my television, right? I can watch in brilliant high definition in resolutions that exceed that which the human eye can detect <laughs> i can see any animal i want animals that don't even exist anymore mm -hmm. so it's like or you could even just you know book a flight for for reasonable, re reasonable price, price and yeah. go and see it in the real world life. has been brought to you and see them in their natural habitats right but no we still pay like 15 dollars to like see a bunch of like animals like in cages that are like slowly going insane yeah. right <laughs> Why are zoos a thing? I think we should. If the zoo didn't exist, like that zoo, the space for the Cincinnati Zoo should be a condo development, and then like this boy would have fallen into the condo development, and his family would be rich because their boy would have died, and they could have sued the condo development. But then that boy's body would have haunted that condo development. Exactly. But okay. <laughs> and then it would have. <laughs> I guess that is, I, that, you're right, Nick. Now that I see <laughs> your way, that is a positive. <laughs> <laughs> you're waiting for me to be like, oh, all right. Uh, yeah, I was ready to do a really. Plan. Yeah, all right. But no, no, Nick, Nick had already accepted that fact. <laughs> <laughs> Um, do you guys agree that zoos shouldn't be a thing? Yeah, I mean, zoos are like zoos are a major like ethical dilemma that are definitely being struggled with. Generally, I yeah. guess like there are like conservation benefits to them. For instance, pandas can't exist basically in real life. In real life, they're, because they're so stupid. Yeah, evolutionarily, think, <laughs> yeah, are not are, are are yeah behind a few steps. And that's why yeah, that's why I think though to, that I that's a good point. That's why I thought. So I was like, shouldn't then the zoo should just be pandas. They should just have pandas at the zoo. They just like animals think. that should survive in captivity only. Yeah. Like a, a gorilla like, is going to do fine out in the wilderness. Oh, yeah. yeah. Outside do, of you know, poachers will, and stuff like that. A gorilla will do better than me. <laughs> like, in, not in the wilderness. Like he's doing. If the gorilla was in the, the, the city, he would probably have a higher social status. Like He'd probably have his car paid off. Or he wouldn't really need a car, I guess. Wicked Instagram account that yeah. has all these followers. He'd have followers. more followers, for sure. Yeah. I mean, silverbacks are like, apparently they're just really decisive. They just solve a whole bunch of social problems. 100%. Like, yeah. Maybe we should... Just have more silverbacks in I the mean, city. In the city, yeah. <laughs> it sounds a lot like uh, the I don't know what villain it is. I think it might be a Flash villain, Gorilla Grodd, who like who's a super super intelligent gorilla who uh, has a like civilization of gorillas of in super intelligent gorillas, and they're like way more advanced because they're gorillas. Yeah, and they don't have the like the shortcomings of humans. I just, I just, yeah. I, I mean. I'm now I can, all I can think about is like gorillas like li like living next door to me. <laughs> We're getting like he gets in his car and I get in my car. Anyways, um, I just think that yeah, I think that zoos are outdated. I think that yeah, maybe we should film. Do you think that the kid would have been hurt if the panda if he fell into the panda enclosure? No, I mean, no pandas are often too lazy to. They do wouldn't even. At all. They they're, wouldn't they're too even lazy to, They're too lazy to feed themselves. Yeah, let alone. <laughs> Can you imagine like, though if a pan like a panda, which is everyone's like the icon of cuddliness and cuteness, yeah, just maul a child, <laughs> like that would cause such a a, 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 a like a 
uh, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A schism in our culture. Oh yeah, there would be that would it would it would take a while for us to mankind get up mankind divided. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. That was just like a thought I had on. Um, yeah, zoos are zoos are outdated. Yeah. Okay. So speaking Wait. of, oh yeah. I think they're not outdated. Whoa. Oh, sorry, I didn't even ask. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's okay. I actually don't. I agree. You I, agree just want to, I just want to make this a roundtable debate. <laughs> as opposed to just everybody agreeing with agree. each other. Nick, no, Nick, made, you made some salient points. Yeah, and, right? Uh, yeah. Um, and usually this isn't me that's on this side of the <laughs> argument. Um, but, uh, but yeah, okay. So get rid of zoos. Uh, let's make it happen. Generation us. Right. Um, have you guys seen any movies lately? Yes. I've watched some things on Netflix. What have you seen? Um, I watched recently Beasts of No Nation. Oh, I haven't oh, seen that yet. How was that? You haven't seen Beasts of No Nation? No, is it good? Yeah, it's great. It's excellent. Oh. I'm, I was surprised that Idris Elba didn't get a uh, Oscar? Oscar nomination for I thought he did get an Oscar He didn't. There's no, oh. famously, no black actors. Yeah, That's right. That was the, this, uh, yeah. yeah. No, he's, it's, it's great. Huh. And it's like super, it's very dark. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. because it's about child soldiers. But yeah. yeah. Not really. There's not really a lot of musicals. About child soldiers. About child soldiers. Yet. I feel like I Trey Parker could I do. Can see a the wheels turning. Matt Trey Stone. Parker. Yeah, Trey uh, Park. Matt Stone, Trey Parker. Yeah. yeah, they've done crazier things. Um, yeah. well, no. Have any of you? So Jamie, our last podcast, uh, we did kind of a um, a side, like a little bit of a podcast 2.0 or a 1.5, where we talked about um, uh, X Men Apocalypse and uh, Marvel Civil War. I didn't post it yet. I think I'll post it when I post this one. Okay. So right before I post this one. But uh, I went and saw both, and we had a difference in opinion on what they would, you know, the quality of the movies. Yeah. Between X-Men Apocalypse, which you I was championing. Championing. And uh, Marvel Civil War, which I was championing. And I don't know if you've seen any of the reviews lately. So, yeah, I feel like you, my, uh, my... Your championsing. My championsing. (laughs) I was going to say my, uh, I guess... My chickens have come home to roost on this one. It seems like the vast majority of people are saying X Men Apocalypse. Actually, you're pretty much your points. Yeah, we're saying that like it's fun, it's full of action, but like, what was the point of this movie? Right. When you go too big, that's what my criticism was. You go too big on a movie, and it just kind of starts to fall apart because like, I think this is my th- and and you guys tell me what you think about this. But like, when it com- the whole genre of superhero movies, right, which is such a big part of our culture now, right, people forget that people have forgotten that like the source material that this stuff is based on right was in a comic book and it was never meant to be adapted these stories were never meant to be adapted for the big screen right it was it was like the the it was they're kind of ridiculous to be honest right like a lot of the things the villains were were too oversized you you had like you know and uh you know things like you know the earth being moved and, and and explosions that could level the, you had the universe being destroyed and then rebuilt in, a, in an instant like so when you try and s- adapt it to the screen like it gets it has to be scaled down or you lose everyone but that core fan group right yeah. so part of the problem with like i think x-men apocalypse i think x-men united had the same problem um that Number was three. the third that was the yeah, third one that movie was shit um is that these movies and and a big crit one? I'm gonna call it now. I think that uh, Marvel uh, Infinity Wars is gonna, is be, gonna be the same thing. I don't think it's. I think it'll do well commercially. Oh, I, for but sure. But I think it'll be panned. I think it'll go down as like as a bad film because well, I, I th- think it's gonna be too big. I thought Age of Ultron was terrible. To be perfectly honest, did you think? Yeah. I thought I. So I. That's one movie I have seen since our last podcast. I went back and watched, finished. Uh, uh, Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Right. And I must say, I actually, uh, I thought it was actually a pretty well done movie. Right. The, the, the part where they find out that, like, uh, they kind of tie in the dawn of Hydra uh, controlling the government since World War II. Yeah. As, uh, and link that to how the Americans and the Russians were both trying to scoop up Nazi scientists uh, after uh, the war. Yeah. And how that let them in, in, be infiltrated. I thought was actually a pretty elegant little piece of, like, hyperbole. Yeah. Tying in... Um truth and or like our truth history with and like the marvel universe right? exactly yeah yeah and you know, i mean you're totally right you have to scale these things back and i mean one of the things that comics had going for them was that they were episodic right which is why like a yeah. lot of like the original in like the marvel tri- marvel universe were good as well because they were like introducing things in like an episodic manner yeah. um but the minute that you start like trying to like, i had the same problem with age of ultra and there was too much yeah right and it's like actually i don't know if you guys absolutely adored the uh third batman 
but I no, also that's why I know, thing. we that's we mentioned problem. this actually yeah. last time. Yeah. We yeah. we both were not a fa- big fans of the yeah. third Batman. Dark Knight like, Rises, it was too much. It's it yeah. was, but but it but think about it. Dark Knight Rises was a, was very much like a comic book, right? But, like the story, the idea mm-hmm. of Bane taking over a city is something that has been done in a comic, right? It's like for sure. But on the screen, it kind of seemed silly. Well, you're like, well, how would they get all the cops down there? Are they feeding them? <laughs> uh, why don't they all come out with like dirty fucking beards, like playoff beards, right? Was that, like, was that prison that Batman was in next to Gotham? Exactly, was there a giant yeah. hole in the in the yeah. center of the earth? Yeah. But a, uh, do you ask those questions though when you're 12 years old and you're reading a 15 page? Well, and that's book, the thing. Right? Like, like, for, I think comic books have that natural tendency to suspend your disbelief a little more. Yep. Because you assume it, because of their like you're more comfortable with the episodic nature of a comic. Yeah. And you you're more comfortable with things being unanswerable, but mm-hmm. that ha- they you're comfortable that they have explanations. Whereas in a movie, you want everything to be explained in that. You do. Yeah. And but I I find that actually a movie you also don't want super episodic storytelling. You want it to be a, a, a focus, a central focus. Yeah. That, and uh, I found those large movies kind of were told very episodically. Like Dark Knight Rises had several uh several different sort of random uh sort of chapters right that really did not stitch together to a cohesive film same yeah, with fair enough. age of ultron same yeah. with probably the next one and uh well that's my that's my theory anyways on on infinity wars because i mean that's pretty much where we're heading now is that's that's the next big one i guess right so um i will say one thing about civil war loved it thought it was really fun but they tied it together um as well if not better than um Winter Soldier. Uh, Winter Soldier. Interesting. Here's my one thing, and, and it's it's actually it's less like Winter Soldier and more like um, Avengers, because you've got all these guys in there. There's one thing. This is a criticism I have. It's something I want to ask you guys if you have any examples of. Um, do you guys ever notice this? Um, you watch a trailer for a movie, okay? And in the trailer, they have a scene that is like kind of funny or they relate, and it, and you play these trailers for these big movies, right? Over and over and over and over again. And you hear the same line over and over and over and over again, right? And then you go to see the movie, and it gets to the point where that line happens. And the line spoken in the movie is a different take than the one that was used in the trailer. Mm. Oh, Have shit. you ever noticed that? I, didn't they do that with Deadpool? Like they had uh, kind of, or no, they, they did it in, um, they did it for Age of Ultron, actually. Yeah, probably. Uh, they I did would, it, it was, yeah. I'm not sure exactly which ones, because there's only, I have two examples that really fucking bother me, and one of them is in Civil War. So in Civil War, the trailer, there's this one line. I think we talked about this in our little uh, half episode, oh, was right? It the, uh, it's it, the, is it when Tony, uh, when Captain America's like, sorry, he's my friend, yes. and and, uh, and then they go in on Tony Stark, he's like, so was I. Yes, yes, exactly. Thought, and we, But there's a huge difference of opinion for Nick and I, because I thought that was sounded lame, and Nick yeah. thought it sounded cool. Here's the thing, is like that line in that movie, in the trailer, is like, sorry, Tony, but he's my friend, and he goes, Tony Stark goes, so was I, right? I've heard it so many times that I could close my eyes and I could tell you if you gave me 10 different takes of that line and a lot of and they were very similar, I could pick out the one that's from the trailer every single time for sure. You give me 100 takes I could pick it out. That's how many times I've seen and heard and listened, <laughs> right? In the movie, they use a very different inflection in his voice. He's no longer pleading with um uh with uh Steve Rogers, right? He's actually angry. So it goes from, yeah, where he was like kind of hurt in the trailer to being upset and mad. And it it fits the scene better because in the scene he is upset, um, but it's not the same line as the trailer, which I liked, I connected with. Now, when it happens in the movie, I'm immediately taken out of the movie. I'm immediately like, I'm like, oh, I'm in a movie theater and I'm watching something. I know this sounds dumb, but it's like, I get so enwrapped, I get so engrossed that like, Something like that completely like ruins the experience for me, and now I'm like, oh, I'm watching a movie. Okay, when you know uh, I have to pee, like, and this happens in this happened in one other movie that I that I will never forget is um, the fourth Indiana Jones movie. Right. Yeah. There's a part in the fourth Indiana Jones movie in the trailer and the movie where they're like, uh, it's fucking Shia LaBeouf and uh, Harrison Ford, and they're like going into an Aztec tomb, and Harrison Ford like kills a bunch of like uh, natives, and. Uh, <laughs> Sheila Buff goes. <laughs> I know, really you put it that way. What a great movie! <laughs> he, uh, Sheila Buff goes. You're a teacher, and Harrison Ford goes. Or Indiana Jones goes. Part time, like you know, because he's also part time adventurer, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then, like in the trailer, in the, that was the last part of the trailer, right? And the trailer was like part time, and it's like Indiana Jones. <laughs> I was like, ah, <laughs> Harrison Ford, you sly motherfucker, right? Right. And then in the movie. The take that they use in the actual movie is like, you're a teacher? And he's like, 
part time. <laughs> Wait, I didn't understand the difference between the two ones you just did. <laughs> like, like he just sounds like kind of like he shrugs. It's yeah, not. One, it's not a, as cool. One's sly and one's like a shrug. Yeah, like, well, yeah. one's one's kind of like oh, oh. <laughs> I guess I did it. Like the other one's more. The other one's more like oh no, I guess I did it. Okay, now I don't know if you understand what I'm trying to say, Jay. <laughs> Um, I have to say, I have to okay. say, Nick, these are like this is a very specific kind of different take. Um, yeah, I can't say that I've ever actually like noticed different inflections in voices. Okay, I'm re- like uh, I guess like the the uh, Age of Ultron suggest thing was yeah. like a different, a slightly different joke that okay. they had in like the trailer versus the uh, actual movie, and like the actual movie joke like angered a lot of people. What huh. what is it? It was like uh, it was uh, something about bringing bringing back like some. It's like this this nocturne thing where like men used to like oh prima nocta prima nocta yeah yeah oh. so that was added into the real movie but the joke in the trailer was different so people were if, like oh yeah mm-hmm. in the in yeah in the trailer it was kind of, it was like if I do this does this mean I rule Asgard yeah and, there was and then yeah. what was the other joke do you remember or no and then in, in in the trailer. And I forget what it was in the trailer, but in the movie it was like we should bring back like Prima Nocta. It, yeah, in the that. movie it was we bring, and then and that's a fucking that's kind of a fucked up joke cuz yeah, who like, makes that joke in the movie? Tony, Tony Stark. Stark Whoa. Yeah. It's funny. It's funny as long as you don't take it too seriously, but if yeah, you think about it for too long. You think about it then yeah, it's, I'm going it's, to, it's, it's yeah, I'm going to rape up. someone's <laughs> fiance yeah, yeah. on their wedding night. On their wedding night. <laughs> so they didn't have that and then they put it in and like it was a major point of contention for a lot of fans. Yeah. I I I when I hear the joke it in the movie it's like I'm like oh I'm like you can't you shouldn't make jokes like that but yeah. uh but then i'm oh, okay i don't really care that much right um it does do you I have mean, any examples do you, do you know of any i'm trying to think i i like well, you, I, you I have felt that before i, like, I felt i for sure felt that that yeah. and I, I i think especially with those jokes you're so hypersensitive to them because they've been beaten into your head yeah i just find that sometimes also you just hear the joke so many times in the trailer that when it actually happens you're just you're kind of also taken out of it because you're you're reminded of the trailer. That's fair. Like I, I think that movie trailers become such an art form that I would actually like to suggest not using any clips from the movie at all for trailers. And th- some people have done that. Yeah. But I, I I think it'd be cool to just have like separate sort of films made as the trailers to right. advertise a movie. Interesting. That, using that, using like a complimentary footage, piece that did not uh, that dot make did not make it in. Maybe even yeah. specifically film for it because the advertising campaign for these big blockbuster movies is now very thought out. Absolutely, it, it's it's very conscious. It's in, yeah. Um. Sorry. Go ahead. No, that's all I got. It's I, it, it's just interesting because it's like um. You're right. It is a big. It is a. It's an entire industry. And there's two things. There's one. The fact that um, uh, nowadays, uh, international rights to movies are actually sold based on, um, based on the trailers. So they sell the rights to the film before the film is ever released. It used ah. to be it used to be different. You used to the film would be released because now we we release in multiple markets at the same time. It was never like that. Films were released in North America and it would they would buy distribution rights and you would see the movie in Russia or China or wherever else many months later, right? Uh, now that's not how it works. So they can't send the the film print to to the Chinese distributors. They send them trailers and they decide if they want to buy the rights based on the trailer. So that's why people complain about trailers giving away movies. Yeah. That's the, why. That's why. That's well, yeah. Nick, you're always full of fascinating Stupid. information. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know. I guess yeah. you used to do trailers for uh, Mad Men, didn't you? Uh, Game of Thrones. No, HBO. Game HBO, of Thrones. Okay, yeah. yeah. I, used to, I used to work for HBO Canada through Astral. Um, and... Uh, I mean, yeah, I used to get to edit. I used to work on the the trailers that were airing in my own little way, mostly inserting hidden messages to our youth. <laughs> Activate. Zoos <laughs> uh, <Sues> are bad. <laughs> I, if if the word to, if the like activation word was just activate, <laughs> that'd be pretty stupid. That would be that would be hiding in plain sight. Everyone's like, I wonder what that activate means. Is yeah. that a is that a type of yogurt? Yeah, <laughs> like. We're like the nuclear, like the, like the nuclear launch code being like zero 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 zero. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's pro- that sounds like something Nixon would have done. Just not changed them or just made them really simple. Yeah. Is or is that what they always are? They're always just like just something like very really stupid, easy, right? Yeah. yeah. It's true. Um. Okay. So we're at the halfway mark already. Wow. Yeah. I know. It doesn't seem that way. We haven't even gotten to our main topic. Which we have. Yeah. Which is fine because we should handle our main topic in the second half. I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> All right. Um. So when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, this week's episode. If you didn't catch that earlier, we're going to this week we're going to talk about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And there's a lot of stuff to draw on here, and I think we all, each of us, uh, have a different um, 
relationship. Yes, exactly. So uh, with the TMNT yeah. universe. Um, so when we come back, we're going to talk about that. Um, and uh, yeah, Jamie, what do you want to listen to for our our walkout? I've never seen this website before, to be honest. Yeah, I've I know. Hear, I've, it's always been. We got a new setup now, so Jamie yeah. can actually see the one. So, how about um, either Ready Aim Fire <laughs> or Crunk Night? I mean, come on. <laughs> the crunk night is spelled with a K for night, so it's not like you're getting crunked at night. It's like you're the night of crunk. So, so crunk you, night. It's so, crunk oh, okay, night. 100% sorry. crunk night. I was about to click on the other one. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. I'm sorry. Um, we are fun at parties. I'm Jamie. And I'm Nick. I'm Evan. We'll be right back. Hmm. Oh, crunk night. Ready, aim, fire! It's aggressive, driving, intense. What? <laughs> ah, Jamie. Yeah, I can't hear you. I can't hear me either. What happened? I don't know. Jamie! Ah, hello? Oh, wait. Oh. Am I on here? No, am I? Am I? Oh, you're, you're here. You're there. Okay. I, uh, I, can't, I think I can't hear me, though. I was, oh. I was, I was trying to... Uh, what's the thing when you, like... There we uh, go. It, yeah, I was I was okay, trying we're good, we're I was good. doing like a uh like when when like uh you um betray someone and you kick them out. I was yeah. just like, what if we just don't have Jamie's microphone on <laughs> when we come back? Wow. It's like welcome back to Fun and Parties. Take my microphone. You just, <laughs> 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 just hear you screaming in the background. <laughs> He'll get uh, the idea eventually. That is that is cutthroat. Um it's podcasting is a cutthroat industry, Jamie. Or it's Machiavellian. Uh, if you that this is gonna make sense then after. Michelangelian uh, is that well, what you meant? Uh, no, okay. no, <laughs> not in the slightest. I was, re- I was referencing a just another Renaissance Italian thinker mm. who is funded by the Medici's. But yeah, I yeah. will uh, get into that later. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, now that Jamie's said his piece, <laughs> no, okay. Uh, welcome back to Fun at Parties. I am Nick. I am Evan. I'm Jamie. And uh, no, this is the podcast where we talk about uh, things that we grew up with. Um, if you were born in or around the 90s and you grew up in that time, you uh, might see the world a little differently. And uh, maybe some of these things are the reason. So this week we are talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Four words that prior to 1985 were probably never said in the same, in that order. And then since have been said many of times. Um, yes. If you're not familiar with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I mean, I don't know what you have been doing, you fucking idiots. Yeah, were you <laughs> going under a rock or a, sh- a shell uh, or something? Um, yeah, uh, because they're turtles. I they're guess. turtles. They get, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, from my limited knowledge, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles um, uh, started... Uh, so, the idea kind of is about these four brothers so four turtles that were mutated in the sewers of new york city and they were raised by a uh, also mutated uh, sewer rat uh named master splinter who gave them names raised them as his children and also taught them uh to fight like ninjas he taught them the art of uh ninjutsu ninjutsu yes thank you jamie um so uh in the uh comics the movies the cartoons the ninja the teenage mutant ninja turtles uh, uh, they fight crime in New York City. Uh, their biggest adversary being uh, Shredder, who is uh, also a uh, master of Nujitsu, uh, and his Foot Clan, right? The so Foot Ninja, the, yeah. The Foot Ninja Clan are uh, a group of ninjas that are bent on taking over New York City and I guess probably the world. And uh, that's kind of a very grounded idea, as grounded as you can get with like mutant ninja turtles. But then the villains get more and more elaborate and ridiculous as you go on, especially in the cartoons and later in the movies. So um, I'll say right off the bat that I'm not super familiar with. I mean, I watched the cartoons, 
cartoons were like late 80s early 90s yeah and um i watched them but i have to just be totally honest and say like uh was not i don't remember them that well I, I don't remember them as well as i remember the movies from the late 80s early 90s that were the live action teenage mutant ninja turtle movies um because i can probably recite the movie like verbatim like that's how well i know those movies so um okay jamie what about you what what's your area of expertise so my brother loved the ninja turtles more than like any other show which yeah. kind of made me like it too and uh, so i was really we we're all i think we we're all uh, in like the late 80s so i think we kind of it was we were pretty young when it came out uh-huh. uh the cartoon but i definitely watched a lot of it and remembered uh, quite a bit of it and i saw the live action ones too i actually nice. in the early 2000s when i was you know on saturday mornings would watch the new cartoon as well a bit okay which uh, i'm not super proud of huh. but i did it and um yeah that's that's about it do you evan what about you which one are you most familiar with i'm probably more familiar with the uh cartoon okay. but i mean admittedly my memory of tmnt I think I was talking to you about it beforehand, and yeah. I I forgot Splinter's name. I just called him a large rat. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I remember they eat pizza, and they also have Italian names. So um, there's Donatello. Yep. Michelangelo. Raphael. And Leonardo. Who yeah. is your favorite turtle, Jamie? So I think that we uh, most people would expect Michelangelo because I'm like, or Donatello for me, but it was Raphael hardcore. I yeah. love that guy. They said a lone wolf. He's the badass, didn't play by his own rules. He's kind of the f- counterpoint to Leonardo, who's was, a strong leader. Yeah, Leonardo was very one-dimensional. Very one. He was the most boring character. Yeah. I don't think anyone says Leonardo is their favorite, unless they are just only like the turtles for their weapons, and they're like, oh, I like the swords. Right. But uh, otherwise, Leonardo really didn't have a ton of depth. Was he the the purple one? He's the blue no, one. No, that's the blue one is Leonardo. He was yeah. the leader. See, look at me. I, I <laughs> purple. <laughs> we'll purple be, we'll be learning as I go. Purple was Donatello, and he was the smart one. Right, and yeah. I 100% wanted to be Donatello. The bow, the bow staff. Absolutely. The staff was my was my game. Like, I love the staff, and I just like the fact that he was, like, a nerd, and no one got him, and, like, you know... He was secretly smarter than everyone. <laughs> so this is actually a perfect segue. This, this is a perfect segue for something I was... I did a little research before coming here. Yeah. So... Uh, what are you, Donatello? <laughs> stop setting me up so Sorry. perfectly. <laughs> so I just... I, I, I did a... I, I went onto Wikipedia and I copy and pasted all of the Wikipedia articles about the original artists. Wow. Of uh, who they're named after. So, I mean, there's Leonardo, who's obviously Leonardo da Vinci. Yep. There's Raphael, who's Raphael Sanzio de Urbino, but okay. most people just knew him as Raphael. Okay. There's who's also a an, uh, a painter? He's a painter. All these guys were pretty much polymaths. They're painters, right. sculptors, architects. Uh, da Vinci was uh, like an inventor. He was a scientist. He was crazy. Yeah. Like, just like... And obviously Michelangelo. Michelangelo, yeah. artist, sculptor. Yeah. Mostly hated painting. And then Donatello, mm. who's a uh, mostly a sculptor. Mm. So I went into this thinking like, hey, I wonder if there's any traits that each one shares with their other, their turtle counterpart. Yeah. Like if Raphael was like this really like lone wolf guy or Leonardo or, was a great leader or like uh, Donatello was super smart. Or and Michelangelo was secretly, Michelangelo secretly, secretly a, a big turtle. It's basically like, oh wait, like the Da Vinci Code. Yeah, and they like painted over all the pictures of like Donatello. Don- when he, he was <laughs> actually, actually a turtle. You no, know, he was actually like a, a Galapagos or Galapagos like a, <laughs> I was gonna say he's just like some fuck up party dude. He was just like Michelangelo was just like because Michelangelo was the funny one who yeah. had uh, nunchaku. Yeah, and he uh, and he was just like a you know lighthearted kind of surfer dude. Yeah, I wonder if Michelangelo, who, who painted the Sistine Chapel, yeah. <laughs> was actually <laughs> was also just a huge like, hey guys, come on, Calabunga. <laughs> he was he was actually just like uh, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. <laughs> pre pre um, uh, his Matthew McConaughey Renaissance. I I appreciate Renaissance. his oh, the oh, McConaissance. Wow. McConaissance. It's all a big conspiracy. So I th- I liked the idea better of the big one of them just an actual turtle. <laughs> I like that too. <laughs> okay, so sorry. So I I didn't find any evidence supporting any of this, <laughs> but what I did find was something potentially more shocking. Uh oh. One, and this is uh, this is a few, I have a few different points here. Okay. But yeah. one, I found one crucial thing, which is that all their names are named after Italian people. <laughs> right right yeah yeah okay that's point the first <laughs> wait why that's is that a crucial point crucial point <laughs> okay secondly so the naming system seems kind of arbitrary right it seems like they're like hey let's pick some four renaissance painters that would be funny yeah but they also make them eat in the show 
pizza, pizza. Right. which is also Italian. Italian. Yeah. Leading me to believe there's something in this in naming that. thing. Yeah. And so I was trying to find evidence that maybe there was some other, like, for other points. And I found this tasty snippet uh, under, <laughs> of all people, Donatello. Whoa. So first of all, first point, and this is why the little segment I'm calling the Donatello Code. Oh, my or, God. AKA <laughs> the Da Vinci Code. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Before you start, I, I love this, but I want uh, I want some... Uh, some... Yeah. I want to give you some, some real music. <laughs> so here's Meatball Parade. Hang <laughs> on. Okay, sorry. <laughs> sorry, continue, Jamie. No, no, no. You deserve to have some real, like, no, no, keep on music. Meatball Parade. This is, <laughs> is, meatball parade, is this working? Uh, you know what? I'll make it work. Okay. No, no, no. Come on. Let's, <laughs> I got to put um, on my best Corporal K- uh, Cape Man voice. Where's the... Well... <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> no, no, no. You deserve... Mystic, um, try Mystic Force. Mystic that force. sounds good. Or All Spyglass. Right. That sounds like it could be... Okay. Kind of I can only play one at a time, Jamie. Come okay. on. Oh, this is... This is, is that perfect? We hit the nail on the head. All right. Oh, this is so perfect. So... Here are the dates for when everyone was born. Sorry, everybody. This is the Donatello Code. The Donatello Code by Dan Brown. Narrated by Dan Brown. (laughs) (laughs) So, Michelangelo. I'm Dan Brown. (laughs) Michelangelo, born 1475. Raphael, born 1483. Uh Uh-huh. Leonardo, born 1452. Ooh. Donatello, born 1386. What do those add up to? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> I didn't do math. Well, not zero, but... <laughs> but uh, good point. Yeah. But what I'm trying to say is that Donatello is much, much older than the rest. Mm, okay. Okay. So that... Now, here's another little snippet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wait, where Turtle is it? Turtle, spelt backwards, is... an is Italian word. So here's another thing, okay. which is that... He often had uh, helpers or assistants. Mostly, he had four assistants. Really? Make a point of saying that. Huh. So, this is what I'm trying to get at here, guys. Yeah. Is what if when the turtles were in the goo, one came out first. Okay. One came out way earlier than the rest. Right. Right. What if it was Donatello? And he was actually pulling the strings. The entire time. The entire time. He's always off in the corner. He's the smart guy. He makes all their gadgets. Mm-hmm. He he run he pretty much runs the shop. Yeah. What if what if Splinter was just his puppet? And he just yeah. like kind of like literally did a ventriloquist act with him. <laughs> I don't think you mean literally. <laughs> no, I do mean literally. Like, <laughs> that's why he has such a gravelly voice. Because he's always trying to Because it's always Don- Donatello's like, throwing it. Hey. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna turn I off think uh, Mystic Force because this all just fell apart. <laughs> yeah. so, so, so Splinter then would be just be a a a dead rat, a dead rat. Yes, <laughs> and he's just he's, being, a, he's a marionette. He's being puppet, he's a marion- puppeted, puppeted by, by Donatello, Donatello. Okay. or one of Donatello's many gadgets. Uh, okay, so that maybe. So maybe he's a robot. <laughs> no, no, no. Right? No, no literal, okay. literal, literal ventriloquist puppet. But do you think that? That the other turtles are just kind of stupid and they're just falling for it. Like what the first time April O'Neil comes out, she's like, "Oh my god!" Like Ninja Turtles. Like, yeah, it's like you should meet Master Splinter. And then she's like, "Oh, it's like it's a dead rat." And then Donnie's just like, "Shh, <laughs> they can't know." Like, yeah, it's like say hello to Master Splinter. It's <laughs> me, Master Splinter. I taught them kung fu. <laughs> April O'Neil just knows and she just playing she knows, along. She plays along, yeah, because like the truth is too horrific. Yeah, that she <laughs> came across the a bunch turtles of mutant <laughs> turtles. The turtles needed a needed a purpose. In their life, right? And Donatello knew this, being the first, getting to witness this purposeless yeah. in New York. You'd think that, being that smart, he would maybe see the like um, inherent like failure in their, like that they're not really accomplishing that much. Like, why would he, if he was so, if he was so smart? Like, <laughs> no, no, no. That's the thing. It's not. Yeah. He, he would never was trying to fight crime. Right. He well, was doing it because he's he. There were a bunch of horrific mutant turtles. Okay. And he had to give his brothers a purpose to do, or else they'd realize they're they're the folly of their own ways. Right. So you need to give them an objective to keep their minds off the fact that they are mutant freaks mutant that no freaks. one will ever love. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay. Wow. Yeah. I. Wow. Do you have I, chills right now? Do you guys have chills? Do um, anyone? No, anyone? Yeah, I have chills. Okay, I have thank, chills. thank you. All right. So, um, thank you for that, Jamie. Yeah. I really appreciated that. Um, I'm all, bra- I'm all worked up right now. I. Uh, <laughs> Um, Would you like to hear the intro music to the original show? Yeah, that'd that'd be good. Um, (laughs) Why don't we just play that now and and see where that takes us?
So there they are. That's the Tortura band. Right, right. Okay, wait a second. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's just pause it right there. Okay, so in that, in this version, Splinter was a man who got turned into, turned a, into rat. a rat. That's so, different from the story you told me. Yeah, I, 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 well, I told yeah. you the story you know, I thought, which was that so they the, were all. Yeah. In the movies, well, there's a, I think there's a few different Splinter origins. One, there's definitely definite graphics of all five of them being in the goo together and yeah. getting ro- yeah, yeah, raised definitely. up at the same time. Yeah. There's well, the one in the movie, uh, in one of the movies, where Splinter was actually like a rat who was living in a dojo in Japan and while non-mutated was mimicking yeah. his master's movements yeah, in the, some of the worst puppeteering. That, that's, that is in, um, that's in the third that's in the third. Um, that's in the third yeah. live action movie from the nineties. Yeah, it, it's Turtles in Time, which is a fucking terrible movie. That is a. That's um, one where Corey Haim is one of the turtles. But can I oh just, God, can I, I just, think so. Yeah. So like, why? So they explain the fact that he's like a ninja master by him being uh, he one, was a, a human, human who turned into a rat. But, but I mean, they still there's like, why would you do that when there are still mutant turtles? Right. It seems like you had an origin story that would have fit here. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, I guess they had to think of a reason why Splinter would know ninjutsu right i think that movie version is more plausible yeah somehow. exactly <laughs> and i never thought i'd ever say that <laughs> <laughs> like that's what i was um, thinking right it's like okay so um i have okay so i like i said i was not super familiar with this version but i am very familiar with the live action movies from the 90s 80s and 90s um one of the things i want to talk about is the 80s and 90s version versus the new michael bay version movies which i know you guys haven't seen yet but i want to just plead with you today go see First of all, the first one, the first Michael Bay one is on Netflix. Yeah. Man. You can watch it anytime you want. The second one just came out. And um, they're both, the first one is okay. The second one is fucking amazing. Like, I'm telling you right now, what they did was they remade, so Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows is the one that's in theaters now. It is a remake of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles The Secret of the Ooze. Okay. Oh, it's okay. yeah. It's a remake, almost entirely ver- like um, of of the Secret of the Ooze. So what they did, but what they did was they made the movie that Secret of the Ooze should have always been. Because Secret of the Ooze was arguably Not that one great. of the worst movies. It right? really was. Uh, one of the things that they screwed up in Secret of the Ooze that I can never forgive them for is um, Bebop and Rocksteady, mm. um, who were iconic in the in the, uh, in the cartoon, the, the toys, the cartoon. They were a mutated uh, warthog. And a mutated um, rhinoceros. rhinoceros, right? And they they like this is the thing is like in in the movie in the eighties or sorry I guess it would have been early nineties um, they replaced them with two characters Toka and Razar who were just clearly Bebop and Rocksteady but um, but just not right like I don't I can't think of a reason why they went that direction um, yeah. Because one of the things that was great about Bebop and Rocksteady is that, like, the turtles always were, like, joking around and, like, making fun of each other. And uh, and Bebop and Rocksteady also were, like, kind of bumbling idiots but had a lot of jokes and, like, were funny as well, right? So you care... And, and then... Would, would to- you say that they were a uh, in the same he- dumb, bumbling, henchman, funny guy routine? They were in the same vein as Hack and Slash from Reboot? 100%. Absolutely. Hmm. Like, hmm. and that's something that they touch on in, in the new movie, the Michael Bay one. It's so great. Because, like, so... Uh, Bebop and Rocksteady start out as humans, oh. and um, yeah, and they are actually they're mutated through a, through a serum, which causes apparently, and they co- they come up with a reason. They say that every human being has a genetic latent, ancestor, okay. latent animal ancestor. So they stole that from Star Trek: The Next Generation, yeah. in which Bar- uh, Lieutenant Barkley discovers this when uh, the whole Enterprise that like kind of are reverts like to their reverts to their old yeah. like evolutionary d- descendants. Yeah. So they. Um, you know, they're just like, they're fucking hilarious in the movie. And they have such bro love in the movie. Like, I swear to God, the entire time, they're just like, yeah, bro. Like, they're just like fist bumping and like chest bumping. And like, they just love each other. And it's fucking amazing. Like, you guys have to watch it. Um, here's right. Token Razar, which is just absolute uncontrollable nonsense. Sorry, there's a YouTube ad here. We don't have an ad blocker here. <laughs> yes. Come forward. Attack me as you will. When it is over, you will call me master. Mama? Oh, 
I'll remember that line for as wow. long as I live. It's a great line because later on, those two guys get killed by the turtles. Uh, who, Toka and Razar? Don't they? I don't think they get killed. I thought they were like... I thought they get like, transformed back into... They, they feed them stuff that makes them turn back, back into oh, I thought the they were, I thought they were just murdered, and they were just uh, murdering babies. They just kill the babies? Yeah. <laughs> no, but they do make them fight, though, which is just weird. Kind of weird. I don't know. It just uh, So these movies were always... I, I really enjoyed both of these films, but um, there are certain things that they really nailed with... Um, with Bebop and Roxy, especially just basically just them, they really nailed. And also, sorry, uh, the new movie has Krang in it. Oh, what? Yeah, no, the new did. movie has Krang. Krang and is a, uh, yeah. is a an alien Utron. Yep, that uh, is looks like a big brain. And uh, they also have the Krang's Krang's weapon, the Tetrazoid. Oh yeah, is that what it's called the Tetra. Uh, whatever the fuck it's called, like his big basically ball that's made up of hundred million pieces. That is like a war machine. That's in it too. Like it's very true to the comics and um, sh- and cartoon. Does he have that? Oh, that 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 big ball yes. under the earth. Yes. Yeah, that has a little kind of like it looks like a telescope almost. Yes, exactly. Or an ion cannon from Star Wars. This is exactly they they have the oh. whole thing in the movie. It's great. I cannot remember what that's called. My brother had a toy of that though. Yeah, it was sweet. Um. Anyway, so that's just my my touching point on that. All um, right. Wait, was Krang the main villain in this? He he is the villain running the scenes. Shredder is in it, but oh. Krang uh, wants Shredder finds this teleportation device and he teleports, but he accidentally ends up in Krang's universe. Uh, and Krang is like, you know, uh, team up with me, get me over there, and I'll take over the world, and we'll we'll rule it together. But like, uh, it's just great. You got to see it. Um, All right. Okay. So I mean, uh, I mean, do you guys have anything else about? I don't know. Is there anything we can say about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Like why? I mean, I mean, I I feel like there's some sort of almost like urban. I, I don't even know what it is. Like, there's this. Why do we? Why did we connect to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? I mean, is it just? Is it just like sh- like shitty pandering? You know, what I mean, like at the end of the day, it's like ninjas no. are cool, teenagers are cool. You know, turtles. I guess were interesting looking. Uh, <laughs> and and uh, what's what's the other word there? T- mutants, I guess. I don't know. I I don't I don't. Do you think, think it was just pandering? It's like, oh, kids will love this because they throw these random things together. No, I don't think so. I could I come up with, uh, like, uh, midlife, uh, uh, midlife. I see what you're trying to do. Yeah, midlife, <laughs> midlife like, deformed, midlife uh, awkwardly developed, deformed. like librarian wolf pack. And you think that would be popular? No. Okay. It <laughs> sounds terrible. Um, but what, I, I, what about elderly? I, uh. Elderly Japanese. Wow, what, uh, what does that mean? The modifier. <laughs> Why is the modern Japanese part in the place of the mutant, <laughs> Nick? Elderly, elderly Japanese uh, uh, garbage collector. <laughs> I second. That wasn't even me. That was a Nick line. Ah, uh, Evan. Oh, Evan, just ganging up on Jamie. All right. Well, hey, I don't. To get back <laughs> off this ledge here, <laughs> that you've dragged me back with. Wait you. a second. Jamie's also Italian. Yeah. So you are kind of like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. <laughs> I mean, in the sense, if you want to say I'm look like a turtle. No, because you're. Because wait, because like nin. Wait, is Teenage nin- Italian Jap- ninjas are Japanese, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So and and so you're like. An, yeah, you're like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. I, I get what you're saying, yeah. but I also don't. Because I also am <laughs> extremely offended. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, I don't know. I, th- I think, like, really, this whole thing seems to be, like, about the sort of oddballs you find in New York. Like, okay. I think, to me, it, it's kind of like another, it's accompaniment to, like, a, the, in the same vein as Men in Black. They mm. use, like, aliens as a, as a way to ch- kind of portray, like, kind of what it, the cosmopolitan sort of cast of living in a very urban rundown city sure mm. like I, I think it, it's yeah uh, or like and also not fitting in not fitting like, in like um, all, it, they're all a bunch of outcasts who right. kind of get like love each other's company and like can they have their own sort of small community of misfits like yeah april is an outcast casey jones is an outcast Definitely. splinter is an outcast and yeah i don't know i there's i think there was definitely people who tried to pander to children with you trying to mi- uh, mimic the same sort of tried to emulate the success of that formula. Right. Like street sharks or Definitely. samurai pizza cats. Do you think that, um, now, like, do you think that something that was this violent would be popular today or would be allowed to be, you know, w- would get past, like, uh, censors nowadays? Like, you had these guys, they were using ninja weapons. In fact, like, I remember this being, like, a point of contention when we were kids, right, is that, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle weapons were, in a lot of places, banned outright or modified, right? Like, 
Um, as far as I know, what uh, Raphael's tools, Raphael uses, what are those called? Scythes? Scythe. A sai. Sais are illegal. Uh, so are nunchucks yeah. are an illegal weapon. Swords, I guess, are kind of a gray area. A gray area, and then like just a random stick. But like, yeah, I don't know. Do you do you think that like did they actually did they actually show people getting hurt on this show? I don't think not so. in this cartoon, and not in this. They never really use their weapons. No, they always just kind of punch each other with the weapons in their hand. Yeah, even the Michael mm. Bay one. Now there's not no one gets stabbed right or their head cut off. Like. <laughs> yeah, they get skinned alive. <laughs> oh my god! Right. Yeah. Um. But, all right. Um, yeah. Well. Do you guys want? Uh, I mean, we're at we're at an hour now, so uh, might as well. You got to bring this home. All right, yeah. Nick, take it away. So we've we've we haven't done this in a few weeks, but I'm I, I haven't forgotten about you you fans of our uh, our fan fiction out there. So um, uh, without further ado, I'd like to introduce you to uh, uh, this week's Nick's fan fiction uh, oh, with boy. the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So um, okay, so this is kind of weird. This this story I'm about to read you is called. Uh, Donatello uh, versus April versus yeah. you've selected this one because you're you 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 like um, maybe I did maybe Donatello. I didn't um, it's also by Princess Peach 102 Ooh. did we read oh. something else by someone named Princess Peach or I feel like that's just most of like <laughs> fan fiction yeah okay they just, they, that's fair it sounds familiar though you're um, right Peach what's that I Sorry. think it, it's, uh, it does sound familiar I don't yeah I think to maybe go back and listen to all our old podcasts and um see. Okay, so why don't we put on? <laughs> so do, you, gonna, you, do you keep writing fan fiction, fan fiction <laughs> as Princess Peach? Uh, <laughs> I don't have any comment. Okay, oh my where God. is yeah, that's my slow piano music? Can you guys like your last name is Peach. Ah, relax. Oh my God, I get it. Okay, here oh we wait. go. Yeah, what? Yeah, I feel like we totally that we had the same thought. Yeah, we did. Yeah. I think last time you were here and it was because the, the article I was reading or the, was the fan like fiction was by someone named, I mean, it might Wait. be a different person. Did we do fan fiction for when, uh, oh, oh, we know we did. We did we, do, it was, yeah. we did a, a, another 50 shades. 50 shades. Ah, all right. Well, this is even better. All right. Here we go. Some relaxing piano music. And, uh, okay. Oh man, relaxing piano music is zero beats per minute. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I don't think that's possible. Um, okay, here we go. One night, Donatello finally decided to muster up the courage to tell April his true feelings for her. Um, <laughs> April, there's something I've been wanting to tell you for a real long time, he said nervously. Okay, Donnie, what is it you want to tell me? April asked. All of a sudden, Donnie held April's hand and poured his heart out. April O'Neil, ever since I first laid eyes on you, I've always believed that you're the most beautiful girl I've ever seen, and I love you. I've been in love with you for so long. I wanted to tell you so many times, but I was scared of ejection. Ejection? <laughs> <laughs> they had ejected from the sewers. <laughs> and if you don't feel the same, I'll understand. Yeah, that's really reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. April was shocked to hear these words out of her best mutant turtle friend's mouth. It's kind of shitty. Um, and told him something that shocked and surprised the young terrapin. <laughs> that means turtle. Okay. Donnie, I love you too. I've always believed that you and I have this special connection. For a long time, I've denied my feelings because I wasn't sure how I really felt. But now that you told me the truth about how you feel, I've always wanted to do this. Donnie wondered, what does April want to do? When all of a sudden, April pulled him closer and started to deeply kiss him. At first, Donnie was at shock. At shock. But became hell <laughs> shocked. <laughs> oh, they missed it. I'm gonna edit this later. All right, I'm gonna edit, I'm gonna edit my story later. I'm, okay, wait, guys, we're getting out of it. All right, sorry. But became really happy and started to deeply kiss April back. So can I be your girl? April asked as she started blushing. Of course, my sweet princess. <laughs> Smiled Donnie as they went back to making out. After that night, Donnie and April were a couple, and they were deeply in love. Of course, they never told the other turtles or Master Splinter, at least not right away. When the others heard about April and Donnie's relationship, they were happy for them. <laughs> After <laughs> They never told them. <laughs> and then we just skip a whole bunch of time. After dating for six months... What? <laughs> Nick, did you write this? <laughs> Donnie and April wanted to show their love to each other physically. April, are you sure about this? Asked Donnie. Of course I'm sure. My aunt is away for the week, so I'll have the apartment to myself. No one will interrupt us, answered April. <laughs> I know that's silly, but I mean, are you ready for me to... Donnie asked his girlfriend. 
Yes, I'm ready, said April. He's really respectful. Yeah. Really, there's several, several layers of consent here. Donnie <laughs> smiled <laughs> as the two of them started removing their clothes off each other. I don't. I didn't have to take off much since the only things you wear are your pads and bandages. <laughs> April stated. <laughs> well, that's a good thing, Donnie replied as he took off April's clothes, which revealed her underwear. You're wearing my favorite color, which looks great on you, by the way, said Donnie. I wonder what color it is. Oh, I hope it's purple. <laughs> <laughs> that's because I want you to take it off, April winked. With pleasure, answered Donnie as he requested April to turn around for him so he could remove her bra. Okay, Donatello, you can do this. It shouldn't be a problem to remove April's bra. After that, I'll be able to touch her breast, Donnie thought to himself. <laughs> I like how we skipped six months of a relationship, yeah. and then we have like this long period of Where they're bra really removal. belaboring every single detail. <laughs> April um, was both nervous and excited, but eventually she started to get very bored. <laughs> um... Donnie, what is taking so long? Asked April, who was becoming a bit impatient. I'm sorry, April, but I'm having a hard time. I only have six fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Besides, do you think it's easy with these hands? Donnie pointed out. <laughs> That's the same point. That's not an aside. He's shocked, but his hands are both. <laughs> um, what six finger? What other six fingers was he talking about? No, but if you. <laughs> No, but if you want, I'll take off my bra myself, April said. No, I can do this, said Donnie, as another five minutes went by. <laughs> and Donnie was finally able to unhook April's bra. Ow. Victory is mine, Donnie shouted. Finally, I thought you would never get my bra off. How about my panties, April said. Will do, after I touch your breast, <laughs> Donnie explained. <laughs> Donnie explained. <laughs> <laughs> as he put his hands on April's bare breast for the first time as it caused April to moan in pleasure Donnie did eventually remove April's panties and felt her down there with his fingers six months later Donnie did manage to <laughs> as it caused April to gasp before Donatello began making love to April she told him in my mind I kept thinking it was you versus my bra like my bra lost, despite the fact that it took you a while to remove it. What? That <laughs> is the most abstract. Donnie <laughs> laughed at April's comment and knew she was right. Is that like a? F <laughs> this like, is amazing. Is that a, some sort of tacit sort of element of feminism? Thing? Oh. After that, yeah. Donnie and April made love to each other, and they were happier than ever being in bed together and in each other's loving arms. The end. There is Have no you? descriptions of sex in that fan fiction. <laughs> Have you ever seen Have you ever seen that video of the uh, turtle having sex? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I imagined. <laughs> 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 Wait a second, that's exactly what we're going to watch right now. Um, they didn't explain it because it was that. <laughs> oh, hang on. Uh, turtle, and it's having sex with a croc. Oh yeah, they, they, this is the one. Yeah, there we go. There you go. That's right, Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, gross. Um, yeah, I don't know what the deal was with that. Here's the end. The author's note. Hang on a second here. Um, there's an author's note. I spent a long time on this story. <laughs> author's note. Six, six, seven months. I feel like the author's note. Sh this for this should have been. Okay, here we go. Here's a short story that I wrote about my favorite couple, April O'Neil and Donatello, based on a fan art by Angel Dark Zero One. He or she gave me permission to write this fan fiction based on his or her picture, entitled "Not Easy to Be a Teenage Mutant Turtle." All credit goes to Angel Dark One. To Angel Dark One, if you ever see this story, thank you. Please stay tuned for the next time I write a new fan fiction, and update my other ones. Peace out from uh, Princess Peach 102. Can, can we look up this picture? I have a feeling uh, it's... Uh, I, 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 if I was... 
Smart money's on. It's Donatello trying to take off April's bra. <laughs> <laughs> I just felt that I just I saw this and I thought it was funny because it's just like yeah, it's, there are some things that there are some things that they don't know are funny. Yeah. Right. Like, like, <laughs> like I thought the, the like fingers. The finger, I, or I just want to touch your breast. Yeah. Donatello explained. <laughs> like the explained <laughs> part. I think. By the way, like I thought that line is hilarious. One of the uh, things that I love that and they, I love that in like not that I read much fan fiction. Yeah. But. When I read fan fiction, I love like young writers who either add like explained or when they randomly call the turtles turtle while like it's scientific. That way. was great too. Right? It's, yeah. it's like because they, they don't want to just say turtle. the same thing they've been saying. So yeah, they, they yeah they have no, like a synonym for it. It takes a lot of confidence as a writer to be re, re, like repeat words yeah. and be redundant yeah. to some level. Not mm-hmm. redundant, but like to actually yeah like I don't know, just say the same words and re- use repetition. Yeah. Mm. Which this person, I guess, ended up still figuring out. But well, hey, made a hell of a piece of work. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, we loved it. I enjoyed it. I loved it. It's I been favorited twice. Let's see if there are any uh, comments or reviews. Um, Where would that be? Poster review. No, I guess there aren't yet. Oh, well. Yeah. Um, well, that's that. I guess uh, <laughs> I've had a lot of fun today. I, as have I. A lot uh, of fun at parties. Uh, yeah. So much fun. Thanks, guys. And um, Thanks for coming, Ev. I think we should try and do another one next week. Evan, I don't know if you'll be available, but uh, we might try and get a different guest. Or you know, You're always welcome back. What do you, what's your topic? For your fourth be? time. Uh, I think we might actually have a guest for next week. Oh, okay, great. Um, I believe it might be another recurring guest. Ah, Evan Wallace. Evan Wallace. Oh, okay. No. No. Um, <laughs> that'll be a surprise. All right. Um... But Evan, you're always welcome back. You are wel- always welcome back. I don't know what we're doing next Except week. Except we'll next to, week, we'll have to look into it. Um, Except next week. Okay. So uh, to play us off, um, uh, Jamie, do you have an idea for um, a song here? I do. Did you see one that you liked? I did see one I liked. Do you it, remember what it was called? I believe it was called Fiddles McGinty. <laughs> or Evan, we're gonna leave it up to you. It's uh, do you want to listen to Fiddles McGinty or Quirky Dog? Quirky. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, let's yeah. go for uh, we could. Either Quirky Dog or that meatball one. Uh, uh, I, I wait, should definitely reconsider. I don't think, uh, you, under, I think you understand how, <laughs> how Evan, the choices uh, work, Evan. <laughs> Jamie, you're you're losing control of the podcast. I, 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 this is my first time. <laughs> I, uh, dog, I feel like I'm trying to take off a bra with only six fingers. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, uh, aside from that, I've only got six <laughs> fingers. <laughs> Nick explained. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Where, where's Fiddles McGinty? Do Fiddles you McGinty's right oh, there. There, oh, there it is. Okay. Yeah, go for that. I think we should play Fiddles McGinty. Um, okay. Wait, is this not a democracy anymore? Oh Jesus! All right, uh, not, all not, right. not meatballs then. Whatever. That's I have fine. one vote for Fiddles McGinty. I have a vote for Fiddles McGinty. Okay, okay, we'll do Fiddles McGinty. All right. Yeah, that's good. Evan, why don't you play us off with like a say, uh, goodbye? Uh, that was uh, fun at parties. Yes. And uh, I'm Evan. And I'm Nick. And I'm Jamie. And this is uh, Fiddles McGinty. A uh, world, mo- world. Whoop! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dave. Try to say Sorry, that again. Yeah, uh, one more time. It's uh, Fiddles McGinty. And, uh <laughs> okay, yeah, no, Sorry, no, I'll really stop this. No, time. it's fine. No, no. <laughs> no, go ahead. Just play Fiddles McGinty. It's okay. <laughs> uh, uh, made a, you made a good choice there, Ev. I don't know. I feel like I feel like Fiddles McGinty is a bit like. Fuck you. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, uh, uh. And you were just like, well, it's